Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Life Unboxed podcast. My name is Jamie Packenham Walsh and today I'm going to be taking you through the five foundations of health. We all know those people that seem to be feeling 100% every day, those people that never seem to be tired and they always seem to be happy. Now, I'm sure that they're not always like that, but it seems that way. It's very easy to look at these people and think, you know, how are you doing that? Why are you like that? Why am I annoyed that you're happy? That's probably something for me to look into a bit deeper. And the aim of this podcast is to find out from smart people why we do things or why we don't do things. So maybe I'll dig into that at some point. But if there were five things or even one of these five things that could make your day and your life 5% better, Think of how much that would compound over the course of a year or 10 years. Just having those small percentages that can add up and have a real impact on your life. I hope you find these really useful. They aren't factors that I've come up with in any way, uh, as is will be most of the content on this show. It's going to be repurposed, it's going to be learned from other people, but I hope you find them very interesting. They've certainly been hugely beneficial to my overall life, and I hope they are to you too. Enjoy. The first foundation of health, and arguably the most important, is sleep. We often hear about how important sleep is without really understanding the effect that consistently bad sleep can have on your life. I think for a lot of people that have really disrupted sleep schedules that means you have less quality sleep, you just almost accept the fact that you feel tired or just a bit rubbish throughout the day and that's just how life is. You just feel a bit rubbish and you can't really put your finger on it. But if you can change a few things regarding your sleep, it's going to really improve the quality of your overall life. With regard to how long you should be aiming to sleep each night, the typical range is about six to eight hours, which I'm sure most people have heard that you've got to aim to get eight hours of sleep and this can vary from person to person some people might be fine with just six hours sleep some probably close to eight maybe even nine but so long as you're getting something within that range that amount of sleep you're off to a good start now there are some differences depending on age so what i said there was typically for adults but teenagers and children it's important to just get as much sleep as you can it's important to the best of your ability to have a consistent schedule for going to bed and waking up. Now this is because your body, if you can start to have a consistent bedtime for example, your body will start knowing when to switch off in the day. So let's say for me, I aim to go to bed at 10.30 every evening and get to sleep around that time. As the time gets from 9.30 to 10 o'clock and into 10.30, my body has become accustomed to the fact that that's when it's time to switch off and recover from what's happened during the day. So even just by aiming to go to bed at the same time each night, it doesn't have to be exactly the same time, but maybe within an hour window, this can be a really good first step to improving your overall sleep. You can actually also get too much sleep and maybe you can relate to a time where you've had 10, 11, 12 hours sleep, you felt like you really needed it, you've had a few late nights and you've been trying to catch up but you've not really felt much better the next day, you actually feel really groggy and maybe even tired still, 
this is one of those things it's a bit of a myth but yeah you, there is a sweet spot for sleep so like i say between six and eight hours for adults so obviously between kind of four or five that's not enough on a consistent basis and sometimes you may need to whether it's for work or you're getting up early because you've got to travel somewhere so every so often that's okay but also on the flip side if you're having really long night sleeps which not many people are able to because of, of jobs and, and other plans you might have in the evening but this can obviously have a negative effect as well all of this isn't to say that you should never have a late night or have an early morning I think it would be unrealistic and probably counterproductive to say oh, I need to go to bed at 10 o'clock every night because I need eight nine hours sleep or whatever it may be you've obviously got to have a life and sometimes you've got plans that go on late and even for a few days or whatever and that's absolutely fine but it's more just as a I guess coming back to the word foundation if you can for most of the time get six to eight hours sleep and go to bed around the same time and wake up around the same time that's really going to help you in the long run for your overall health the second foundation of health is movement now since a young age at least in the uk you learn about how important it is to be active and this isn't a joke <laughs> into adulthood it's just as important to exercise and move around as when you're a kid anything that really increases your heart rate whether that be weight training running something like jujitsu or skipping these are all good examples of what you can use to elevate your heart rate walking is good and i often do an early morning walk and that kind of gets on to the next point which we'll move on to in a second but you need something that really does elevate your heart rate and for some people maybe that is walking and if you haven't done the exercise or don't exercise regularly then that could be a good place to at least start because i always think something is better than nothing even if it's only you know just walking for 10 minutes in the day that's you know it's a little bit and that's better than not doing anything but if you can do something that gets your heart rate up then that has cardiovascular health so health in terms of your heart health in terms of your brain and if you can get into a routine, I can, and a lot of people will say this, it's not only your physical health that will benefit from exercising, but your mental health as well. And if you know anyone that's, you know, had difficult times, whether it's, you know, something in their personal life or they're battling something or whatever it may be, quite often, at least part of the answer is exercising. And obviously that's a quite a simplistic way of looking at often very complicated problems but just from my experiences when I've had difficult times I know that if I can go to the gym in a day then even if the rest of the day is is really terrible and nothing gets done and it's just one of those days I know at least I've done some exercise and I can fall back on that so super important some kind of movement in the day something to get your heart rate up is really really beneficial I alluded to the third foundation of health in number two and that is for me getting an early morning walking but it's not really for the walking although I do enjoy that and you get some movement which is obviously as we've already said important but it's actually sunlight is number three and I'm hoping the more this podcast goes on 
the more I can understand some of the, the science behind why this is the case. There's something about circadian rhythms and cleverer people than me can explain the benefits of this, but I find even myself just getting half an hour a walk, even on a cloudy day, I don't think it matters. But getting outside, you do really feel a benefit. And I look at the days where I've, for whatever reason, if I've had a very busy day at work or, you know, you just have those days where you don't go outside. When I compare them, and maybe there's other factors that I'm not considering, but there is certainly a benefit. And if you look at people that are struggling with, let's say, something like clinical depression, they will often spend a lot of time in bed and not get that sunlight. And obviously, and I should maybe just put a disclaimer on everything I say that, you know, no one of these things is going to cure like serious illnesses. But again, I'm, I'm coming back to the percentages, which I do, uh, I said earlier, that if you can find those small percentages to improve your, your day, your mood, whatever it may be, they start adding up if you keep finding 1% here or 2% there. So yeah, number three, sunlight. I'd love to eventually get someone onto the podcast who can explain the science behind why this is important. Um, but yeah, if you can get some sunlight in the day, especially in the morning. So for me, it's I'll, I'll get straight out of bed and if I'm not doing some kind of actual, or not actual, but um, something more physical exercise, I'll just get up chuck some clothes and have a shower and go well I'd actually have a shower before I put the clothes on but I'll go for a walk just for half an hour at 7 or 7.30 wherever it may be um, and yeah it's a nice way to start the day so if you're not going to start the day with some kind of exercise just getting 10 to even 10 minutes half an hour outside is it's good it gets you off on the right foot well at least in my experience but like I say let's hope we can get some some smart people that can explain why that's the case to us Number four is nutrition, and this is probably one of the more commonly known things that benefit your health. It's always in the public eye, and people saying, oh, you shouldn't eat McDonald's, and you should eat fruit and veg, just at a very kind of foundational level, and, you know, obviously that's that's right, and you need a certain amount of fruit and vegetables, and again, hopefully we'll dive into these topics in a bit more depth the more this podcast goes on for. But one thing I would say is everything's fine in, in moderation. I'm not one of those people that preaches always eating healthy and has, you know, chicken and rice every day. And it's, it's certainly an area I can actually improve on. And it's perhaps, and <laughs> I'm not sure completely about this. So again, disclaimer, but I find anyway, in terms of purely looking at calories and there's a slight difference between actually you know the calories is more to do with weight and calories in calories out is how you kind of put on or lose weight but the more I exercise the more I know that I've got more room to have calories but taking a step back and just looking at the nutrition side of it it doesn't matter really if you're doing any of these different diets you see whether it's keto or any of those crazy ones you see online it's just about eating as you know as much healthy food as you can but you know also don't listen to anyone that says you've got to do that all the time you've got to in, you know enjoy your life and 
and have nice things every so often but if you can get the foundation of your your diet pretty good then yeah go crazy have have some nice unhealthy things every so often or the last one is probably one that people don't necessarily think of as super important or maybe you do it's social connection and this is one that i can relate to again quite personally because i've been on the other side of this where during more difficult periods of my life and i don't think this is uncommon and i'm speaking as a guy so i know a lot of guys will do this if they're having a tough time for whatever reason they can isolate themselves and push other people away and i think that probably does make it worse i mean it got me to a point where i'm having a, a great time now and i'm really enjoying my life but it was only when i started spending more time with people and and for me you know it was there were specific things so it was about speaking to people and opening up and kind of confronting feelings but on a more general note just as much as you can see see the people you care about see the people you love friends family whoever it may be it's i'm not sure how you can really quantify this benefit but if you think of the opposite which is not spending any time with anyone uh, even if it's just online obviously covid changed the way we do a lot of things and now there's a lot of you spend a lot of time on on calls if it's whether it's work or gaming with your friends or whatever it may be but social connection is so important and i think it's well i think it's certainly better to do this in person but that's always not always possible but yeah find find the time to see that that friend you haven't called in three months or you know you haven't spoken to your mum for a while just you know give them a ring it will it's certainly a good thing to do and you'll feel better for it that's the five foundations of health and i should have probably said this at the start but i've taken inspiration is not the right word but this uh these five foundations i found in a video that andrew huberman did a very very intelligent man and someone that maybe one day we'll have on this podcast but i don't think he, he came up with them necessarily i think he was passing on the information and i guess that's how all information happens someone does a study and then it just gets passed on from person to person but uh yeah i, I think i look at these and we've got just to summarize sleep movement sunlight nutrition and social connection and i think of people i know and people i've known that have lacked some of these whether it's you know one or five and the people i think are are the most happy and fulfilled people i think probably have more of these than not and that's not saying for example sleep it's not saying you need to get eight hours sleep every single night and you need to go to bed at 10 o'clock every single night but if that can be the the foundation of your week and month and and life so more often than not you're getting those important hours of sleep then you're on the right track and i certainly wouldn't go too far the other way where you're actually not doing fun things and this is something i've been guilty of but not doing fun things because you're you're focused on getting all these foundations right so there's certainly a medium and a, a happy middle ground but i would also say that if you're someone listening to this and you feel oh, you know i i don't get a good sleep i 
barely do any exercise. I certainly don't get sunlight. My diet's terrible. I don't really see people. Then firstly, I'd say things can improve and they will. I would also say try to focus on one thing each day. So I think, I think, and this is perhaps not a topic for this episode, but my opinion on improving a situation, whether it's you're not happy with something or you're in a difficult relationship or whatever it may be, it can seem like a long uphill climb to get to where you want to. And we'll take happiness as an example. Uh, as someone that's been very unhappy at stages of my life, it seems very difficult to fathom a reality where you aren't unhappy. And that can be quite a, again, she was just saying, it can be quite a daunting thing. And just know that, you know, things can get better and focus on getting one small win each day and they'll start adding up. So, like I said, if you're someone that's struggling on all these fronts, try and for a week go to bed at the same time. Just just see if you feel a little bit better from that or I don't know, try and go for a walk each morning at like eight or something before work or whatever it may be and just see how that goes because I can say from experience and it's, like I say, someone like Andrew Huberman who's promoting these benefits, he's obviously a smarter man than me. So just try and do one or two of these things and take some small steps towards getting to a more happy and fulfilled life. And to me, these five things, and I'm pretty consistent on all of them, and it's certainly not if you do one, two, three, four, or five, you're going to be happy. That's that's just not how it works. But I do think it brings up the baseline of how unhappy you can be. So let's say for me, I had a really tough month at work and my girlfriend dumped me or whatever it may be. So there's outside factors or whatever that are making me unhappy. But if I can keep to these, it's going to make the ill effect I feel not quite as bad as it could. So just bringing up that baseline can make more difficult situations more manageable. And the flip side of that is that it makes the better situations even better because you can, you've got the energy to enjoy them. And I think that's really important too. So I hope this first episode has been useful to some people I hope you've taken something away from it the plan is to be doing I'm going to aim for two of these a week at the start and some of them will just be me talking some of them I'm going to hope to get some some interesting guests on that can give us a bit of an insight on some some really interesting subjects but we'll see how that all goes but for now thank you very much for listening if you did like this podcast then a follow or a subscription on wherever you're listening to it would be amazing. It would be, yeah, it would be awesome. But thank you for listening. It really does mean a lot. And I'll see you in the next one. Woo!